I want you to open your Bible this morning to 2 Corinthians 5.17. Now listen carefully. Our prayer warriors luncheon. Today, right after the service, in the cafeteria, you're one of our prayer warriors. You receive that prayer warrior bulletin the first of every month. You spend an hour every week praying. We're expecting you to be there. We want to honor you. We want to thank God for you. We want to encourage you. There are others of you who would be interested in having an hour to pray each week. We'd love to enlist you, and we'll uh, put you on the mailing list. And every week you'll get uh, a bulletin that tells you what to pray for that month and tells you the missionaries on the back that we support for you to pray for. I tell you, it's a great blessing, and I want to encourage you to be a part of it. So come to the luncheon. No charge. We have plenty of good food in the cafeteria right after the service. I do need this little uh, thing right here. Put my Bible on. All right. You know, I was sitting, um, I was thinking, as I was thinking about preaching this morning, I said, um, I'm going to be preaching to an unusual group of people. I'm looking across this worship center, and you know, this is not a normal group. No, 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 well, listen, stay with me. Anytime a bunch, a bunch of Christians, now stay with me, anytime a bunch of Christians together get together, we didn't, we're not a normal crowd. You know why? You know what God says about His children? We are born twice, but we only die once. Have you ever thought about that? We're born twice. You were born, mine, December the 5th, 1937. That was my physical birth. But then I remember at age nine when I was born again. I had a second birth. I've been born twice. Praise God, I'm only going to die once. Maybe I won't even do that if Jesus comes. Amen. The Bible talks about the second death said the second death has no power over you. If a person is born once, they die twice. They die physically, and then they die spiritually. At, they go through the second death in a place called hell. Hey, see, we're, we're different. We've been born twice, and we're going to die once. You know what else the Bible says about us? That we're new creatures. <clears throat> if anyone be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away and all things become new. Hey, man, we've been changed. We're not the person we used to be. So I'm looking at a bunch of new creation. Old things are passed away and all things are become new. You know what else the Bible says about us? That we're strangers and pilgrims on this earth. You know, everybody else feels at home in this world. But we realize that we're just strangers and pilgrims. We're looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. So th- we are a different group. Anytime a bunch of Christians get together, we're a different group. You know, the Bible says, it, it, over in the King James, I have the new King James, he said he had created us a peculiar people. Zealous of good works. Well, we changed that in the new King James. It says we're special people. But I never will forget Dr. Vance Havner. You had to understand that North Carolina twang that he had. He says, you know, the Bible says we're a peculiar people. <laughs> and he said, I tell you, I've met some peculiar people. 
He said, I met a man not long ago that went to the doctor, and he had a fried egg on the top of his head. And said, doctor, I've got a problem. And the doctor looked at him with that fried egg on top of his head. He said, my wife's having trouble with her arm. Well, what about the egg on his head? He was a peculiar. I'm not talking about that, you know. I'm talking about the fact that we're different people. And by the way, I, I heard this, and it, it has blessed me beyond words. That, that we are, uh, uh, we die, we're born once, born twice and die once, praise God. That we're changed people, a new creation, old things are passed away. And that we're looking for a new city whose builder and maker is God. True story. Many years ago, a missionary couple had spent 40 years of their life in a foreign land. And they were on the ship and came back home to America. And on that ship, that same ship, was Theodore Roosevelt. And they pulled into the harbor. And there was a band. And there was a huge crowd. To welcome Theodore Roosevelt. And the missionary couple, the wife, looked at the husband and said, Well, honey, you know, we've been gone 40 years. We spent our life serving the Lord Jesus in a foreign land. And here we come home, and there's a band and hundreds of people to greet Theodore Roosevelt, the president. But there's nobody here to greet us. The husband thought about it and said, But honey, you don't understand. Theodore Roosevelt's home said, we're not home yet. Don't you think it was a little different when they got to heaven? Woo! Oh, yeah. So listen, we are different people. I was sitting in in the den and just meditating. And I know this verse, uh, but I'm telling you, it exploded in my heart. It it absolutely exploded. In fact, I almost... uh, uh, I, I just almost got up and danced. I mean, it, it exploded. I'm telling you. I, it was just like God said, do you understand this verse? I said, Lord, I've known it all my life. He said, do you understand it? And you know what that verse is? 2 Corinthians 5.17. Listen to it. If anyone be in Christ, they are a new creation. Old things are passed away. And everybody said, glory to God. <laughs> and all things are become new. And I got to thinking about what it is to be a new creation in Jesus Christ. I got to thinking about the power of a changed life and how the world cannot deny it. The agnostic, the atheist, the unbeliever, how do you deny the power of a transformed life? If anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. Hallelujah. Old things are passed away, and all things are become new. You know, I want you to notice the key words in that verse. If anyone be in Christ. Now, those are the words. It is in Christ that we're a new creation. It is in Christ that old things are passed away. It is in Christ that all things become new. It didn't say if anyone be uh, in a particular church, they're a new creation. It doesn't say that. 
I'm all for going to church if they preach the Bible and exalt Jesus. But it doesn't say if anyone be in a particular church, they're a new creation. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say if anyone's raised in a good family, they're a new creation. It, it doesn't say that. If anyone does the best they can and does as many good works as they can, they're a new creation. It doesn't say that. It says this. If anyone be in Christ. You know why? Because we sang about it all morning. Because of God's great love for you and me. His great love for you and me that while we we're still sinners. Christ died for us. God looked down from heaven and saw you and me, not at our best, but our worst, and sent His Son into the world to die on the cross in our place. You know why it has to be in Christ? He's the only one who died on the cross in your place. He is the only one who took your sins in his body on the tree. He is the only one who took your sin nature that caused it, made it so easy for you to sin and put it to death on that cross. You see, the only way you can be a new creation is in Christ because he died for your sins. He put to death your sin nature. God raised him from the dead. He lives to live his life in you. And through his precious blood, through the forgiveness of our sin, through Christ coming to live inside us, once we are in Christ, we are a new creation. Old things are passed away. And all things are become new. It's called the power of a changed life. Can I tell you a moment about some of the things that have passed away? When a man or woman is in Christ, old things are passed away. You say, well, what, Brother Fred? You know the thing that makes you just stop and say, you know, if I'm in Christ, all of my past sins are passed away. All of my past sins are gone. Boy, do you know the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, right around verse 17, that God, once when Christ came into our heart, are you listening? He did not charge our sin to our account. It says not imputing their sins against them, but he charged our sin to Jesus' account. And so now we're a new creation in that old things have passed away. Our past sins are gone. They're under the blood of the Son of God. You talk about old things passed away. I love that verse in Psalm 100. Well, I, I love Isaiah 118. My goodness alive. Come let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they will be whiter than snow. Though they're red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Man, whiter than snow, and snow is really white. You see, what, what's passed away? Our past sins are passed away. Psalm 103, he says, Who forgives all our iniquities 
and you go over in verse 10. Now listen to this. I mean, I'm telling you, if you're a child of God, you're a changed man or woman, and your sins are gone. They're passed away. It says, He has not dealt with us according to our sins. He has not punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is His mercy toward them that fear Him. Listen to this. As far as the east is from the west, so far has He removed our transgressions from us. You know how far the east is from the west? Infinity. You never stop. You say, man, boy, it's something to be in Christ. Old things are passed away. Our sins are gone. Under the blood of Jesus. The part of the new covenant is, he said, I'm going to write my law in your heart. And I'm going to put my law in your mind. I'm making a new covenant with you through Jesus. And, and your sins and iniquities, I will remember no more. But let me tell you something that's just as wonderful. Old things are passed away. Is that your sin nature. You know what's passed? The power. The power of temptation. And the power of your sin nature has been broken. Before you, got, before you became a new creation in Christ, the Bible says you had the flesh and it controlled you. You were in Adam and that Adam nature was wicked and sinful. But on the cross, Jesus not only took care of our sins, but glory to God, on the cross, Jesus put our sinful nature to death. Listen to this. You know what's gone? That old nature of Adam that caused you just to sin and sin and sin. Sin was natural to you. The Bible says in Romans chapter 6, it says, Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be rendered powerless. Let me tell you something. If you're in Christ... Old things are passed away. That's, that power of that sinful nature, the power of the flesh, has been broken in your life. And here's the good news. As a child of God, you don't have to sin. You can sin if you give in to the flesh that's been broken and defeated. If you give, you can, but you don't have to. Before, you were alive to sin and dead to God. But when Jesus comes into your heart and you become a creation, hallelujah, you become dead to sin and alive to God. You were alive to sin and dead to God, but in Christ you're dead to sin and alive to God. You don't have to sin. I love Romans 6, it says. Listen to verse 17. God be thanked. You were the slaves of sin. You obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered for you. And having been set free from sin, you become slaves of righteousness. Verse 22 of Romans 6. Now having been set free from sin, you have become slaves of God. And you have your fruit to holiness and everlasting life. Hey, you know what's passed away? Praise God all your past sins. You know what's passed away? The power of that sinful nature to control you and rule you and where you find it natural to sin and unnatural to obey God. And now it's natural to obey God and unnatural to sin. I'll tell you another thing, too, that's passed away. You're not in the same kingdom 
used to be in. You see, though, the Bible says there are two kingdoms. There's the kingdom of God, and there's the kingdom of darkness. What a difference. The kingdom of God, Jesus, is the king. The kingdom of darkness, and Satan is the king with a little K. But when you were in Christ, man, do you know what it says in the book of Colossians chapter 1? I want you to listen to what happened. This is the old thing that has passed away. In Colossians 1.13, God says, I'm going to take you out of the kingdom of darkness where Satan is the ruler and the king, and I'm going to put you in the kingdom of God, the kingdom of my dear son. It says in verse 13 of Colossians 1, He delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. What kingdom are you living in this morning? Are you living in the kingdom of God where Jesus is king and the son of his love and he's king of your heart? Are you still living in the kingdom of darkness where Satan is the ruler? And I'm telling you, it's never been darker than it is right now. You see, we've changed kingdoms. Our past sins are gone. Our past sin nature has been broken and the power of sin is broken. And praise God, God took us out of the kingdom of darkness and he put us in the kingdom of his son, Ephesians chapter 5 says, you were once darkness. Now get this. This is verse uh, 8. It says, uh, you were once darkness, but now you're light in the Lord. Ephesians 5, 8. It says, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. In Ephesians 6, 12, it says, Talking about the armor of God. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, against principalities and powers. Listen, and the rulers of the darkness of this world. I got to thinking about it. Praise God, I'm not the man I used to be. My past sins, they're gone under the blood of Jesus. That past sinful nature that ruled me and controlled me, the power's broken. And I'm free not to sin. I'm free to obey God. And praise God, I'm in another kingdom. I'm in another kingdom. I'm not in the kingdom of darkness. I'm in the kingdom of God's dear son. And there's light. And God is light. And Jesus is the king. Old things are passed away. But I tell you, there's one other one that's passed away. And this might trouble you. Because you see, we've been brainwashed. But I'm going to tell you something. If anyone be in Christ, they're a new creation. Old things are passed away. Past sins. The power of the sin nature. Past kingdom. You're in the kingdom of Christ. Now, but you know, you know what's passed away? The destination that you were headed for. Because when you're not in Christ, your destination is a place called hell. Your destination is a place called the second death. Your destination is a place that the Bible describes in the book of Revelation as the lake of fire. You say, Brother Fred, I, I don't believe a loving God would ever send anybody to hell. I don't either. But you see, people go to hell because they choose to go there. 
In fact, the only way you can go to hell, God blockaded the road to hell with the cross. Right in the middle of the door of hell, it's a big cross right there in the middle where Jesus died and shed his blood. And the only way you can get into hell is to go over a cross, around the cross, to reject the Son of God. You, people make a choice where they go. Why would God create you in his image and send God, Jesus Christ to die on your, in your place if he wanted you to go to hell? It breaks the heart of God for anyone to go to hell. Breaks his heart. Jesus died so you would never have to go there. But when you come in Christ, man, you change destinations. Hallelujah. You're not headed for a place called hell. Praise God you're headed for heaven <laughs> just as fast as you can go. Praise his holy name. You know, I got to thinking about old things that were passing away. <laughs> and it reminded me of a song. Did you know that? <laughs> Have you ever noticed things just remind me of a song? <laughs> I will mess this thing up. I know there's no way. But I still am going to die if I don't sing it. I have got... Now, y'all going to have to help me. Would y'all put the words up on the screen? There, there it is. Can you come on and play it, Denise? Thank God I need help. You know, we sing this all the time. Old things are passed away. I will never be the same again. I will never return. I've closed the door. I will walk the path. I'll run the race. And I will never be the same again. A new creation. Sing it. Let's sing it to the Lord. And I will never be the same again. I can never return. I've closed the door. I will walk the path. I'll run the race. And I will never be the same again. No, I will the same again. All God's people said? Amen. Now, I'm just going to give the Lord a hand. Let's give him a hand. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'll never be the same again. Glory to God. The devil says you won't make it. The devil says you won't make it. He lies. He says you But you say, you're a liar. I'm a new creation in Christ, and I'll never be the same again. Well, there's one other point to this. You say, well, Lord, if it's as long as the first one, we're deep trouble. But it's not that long. You need to hear it. You need it. In Christ, old things are passed away. But in Christ, all things are become new. Now listen to what it says. Don't miss this now. If anyone be in Christ, they are a new, say the word, creation. It means that God doesn't remodel you. Isn't that good? You're not remodeled. That's it. You're not, you haven't had a makeover. You ain't had a glamour shot. Now, you ask not what he's talking about. You're a new creation. God didn't remodel the old. He didn't refinish the old. He said, I'm going to make all things new. I'm going to make all things new. Boy, there's a verse. I want you to listen to this. Man, it talks about if anyone is in Christ... They're a new creation. I want you to listen to Galatians chapter 6. Just one verse, verse 15. And it'll sell it with you. 
that it's not works, it's not circumcision or uncircumcision or this or that. It says, listen to this. Paul said in verse 14 of Galatians 6, God forbid that I should glory except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ by whom the world was crucified to me and I to the world. Are you listening? For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision, that was big to the Jew, nor uncircumcision, that was big to the Gentiles, avails anything but a new creation. He said it's not that religious right or that right. Nothing avails but this, a new creation. God started over. Did you know what he says in Ephesians 2.10? After he says, by grace are you saved through faith. You know what he says in verse 10? We are his workmanship. Created in Jesus Christ. Unto good works. Which God before, God had planned for us. Ordained that we should walk in them. Folks, I'm going to tell you. If you're in Christ, yes, praise God, all things are, old things are passed away. But you're a new creation. In Christ, the Bible talks of the new man. I I love it in Ephesians chapter 4. Listen to what it says in verse 22. You've put off concerning your former way of life, the old man, which grows corrupt according to deceitful lust. Now listen to me. And you're renewed in the spirit of your mind. And you have put on the new man, which was created according to God, created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. New creation. All things are become new. So, you know, the new creation is this. We're that. We're a new creation. Number one, we've got a new righteousness. In Adam, you know what your righteousness was? Can I tell you? In, in, in Isaiah 64, It talks about our old nature. In Isaiah 64, it says that all of our righteousness was as filthy rags. You know, you don't understand, Brother Fred. I'm going to trust my good works. I'm going to trust my good works. I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to try harder. I'm going to be as religious as a man or woman can be. And I'm going to trust my good works. Well, i got bad news for you. The Bible says that all of your righteousness that you could ever produce is like filthy rags. But the Bible says that in, in, in Christ, he gives us his righteousness. He gives us his righteousness. This morning, I tell you, before I met Jesus, all I had was filthy rags. My righteousness was filthy rags. And anything now that I do in the flesh is, is filthy. But you know, today, when God looks down on me, he sees a man in Christ that is robed from head to foot with the righteousness of Jesus Christ robed in his righteousness and every child of God that's why you're a different group you, you've got the righteousness of Jesus on you Paul said I'm found in him not having my own righteousness which is of the law but that which is through faith in Jesus Christ let me tell you about a child of God God sees you this morning in the righteousness of his son and when you stand before him in heaven he'll see you in the righteousness of his son hallelujah what a savior praise his holy name My good friend Peter Lord had a sermon entitled, Turkeys and Eagles. He said, it's, tri- it's hard to fly with the eagles when you're living with the turkeys. 
And he was talking about people have such a low image of them. Well, I'm saved, and I'm just a sinner saved by grace. You are a sinner, but saved by grace. But wait a minute. It's much more than that. You're more than a sinner saved by grace. You are a child of the living God, and you are robed in the righteousness of the Son of God. And God sees you in the righteousness of Christ. And Peter made this statement, and he said, I'm telling you, you're just as righteous as the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, what he was saying is, you have the righteousness of Jesus. He wasn't saying that you live a perfect righteous life like Jesus did. He just said, but I'm just telling you, you have got the righteousness of Jesus, and his righteousness is on you, and in his righteousness, you're just as righteous as him. Well, oh, my soul. There was a man in the church that heard that, and for the next two years, all I heard about from him was, that's heresy, that's heresy. He said that I was as righteous as Jesus Christ. I was more right. I said, no, he didn't. He said, not that you live more righteous than Jesus, that you just had the righteousness of Jesus. Amen? Hey, praise God. In Christ, we have a new righteousness, the righteousness of Christ. We have a new power over sin. We don't have to sin. You're not in the flesh. You're in the spirit. The Spirit of God lives in you. Sin shall not rule over you. You're not under the law. You're under grace. You're dead to sin. You're alive to God. Hey, listen. We've got a new righteousness. We've got the new power over temptation and sin. I'm telling you, it, God puts it in your heart. And there's power. Power over temptation. It's, it, it's new. You're a new creation. You've got a new righteousness. You've got a new power over temptation and over sin. And praise the Lord. I've already told you, you're in a new kingdom. You want to see the kingdom you're in? If you got your Bible, turn over real quick to uh, 1 Peter chapter 2. I love to read this. The devil says, well, you're nobody, and you know, you just, all this is a bunch of baloney, and you don't understand it, and and, 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 and he knows who we are. The problem is, the devil knows who we are in Christ, but some of us don't know who we are. But listen to the description. <clears throat> We've got a new righteousness. We have the new power of the indwelling Christ to overcome temptation and sin. And we're in a new kingdom. 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10. Man, this is us as Christians. You are a chosen generation. 1 Peter 2, 9. A royal priesthood. My goodness. A holy nation. God's own special people that you might proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into light. You once were not a people, but now you are the people of God and have obtained mercy, had not obtained mercy, but now you've obtained mercy. And I beseech you as sojourners and pilgrims, a strain from fleshly lust at war against your soul. He says, your royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, You've been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. You were not a people, but now you're the people of God. We're in a new kingdom. New righteousness, new power over temptation and sin. All things have become new. And a new kingdom. And finally, a new destination. You know where I'm, we're headed? <laughs> Glory to God, we're headed for heaven. Hallelujah. One heart beat away from the presence of the living God. One heart beat away in the presence of the king. 
the Lord Jesus Christ. Our destination is not the lake of fire. It's not hell. That's not it at all. You know what Jesus said in Matthew 11? No, Matthew 10. Don't you fear those that can cure the body, can kill the body and not destroy the soul. Jesus said that. Don't you be afraid of somebody can kill your body and not destroy your soul. But you fear him who can destroy your soul and body in hell. Those were the words of Jesus. But that's not where we're headed. I mean, Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'm going to come again. Then I read in 2 Thessalonians chapter 4, The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, and the voice of the archangel and the trumpet of God. And we who are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Man, I'm headed for heaven. And you are too if you're a child of God. I got a lot of people in heaven I'm looking forward to seeing. Don't you? Hey, I got some. Man, I won't tell you, you're, you're a new creation, new righteousness, new power over temptation and sin, a new family, the very family of God, the kingdom of God, and you're headed for a new destination. It's a place called heaven. All things are become new. Heaven is a wonderful place. And you know, it's because we're a new creation in Christ. And it's because that we're in Christ. We've got new righteousness, new power, new family, and a new home. And that reminds me of one other song. And I just want to sing it. I just, I just, I mean, I, I got to thinking about it this week. I said, well... I'm the pastor. I can sing it if I want to. <laughs> Denise, you ready? Y'all know this one. Y'all know this one. My chains are gone. I've been set free. My God, my Savior, has ransomed me. And like a flood, His mercy reigns. Unending love, amazing grace. Amen? Won't you stand with me? Let's stand together. And let's just sing this to the Lord. My chains are gone. Hallelujah. I'm a new creation in Christ. That's a prelude. Uh, we got to start over. I'm not ready. Got to start over. We gotta, come on now. All right, all right, here we go. Where are you at? Ready? My, My chains, chains are, are gone. I've been set free. My God, my Savior, has ransomed me. are bowed and eyes are closed Father thank you this morning for the truth Jesus said you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free